in a turbulent world. Paradventure, you don't know. The reason why you will not celebrate Mother's Day in style is because you don't know that God himself has sent an angel before you. Amen? If you believe so much in God, that God has sent an angel before you, you will be celebrating in style. Because he says to us, in that book of Exodus, guess what he says in that Exodus? Exodus 23. I'm here just to bring some words that we have heard from our Father in the Lord. Amen? So that peradventure you are missing out in some of the words that have been laid out in this church. You go back to basis this morning. So it, the, message, this, the message this morning is to remind you again that there is hope for the future. Say to your neighbor, there is hope for the future. Hallelujah. In that Exodus 23, he said, Behold, I send an angel before you. To keep you in the, in the way and to bring you into the place where I have prepared. There is a place that God has prepared for you. Begin to claim it on this very great day. Angelic escort in a turbulent world. With all the news that we are hearing all around. Hebrew also said about it. He said the angels that he has assigned for their servants. They are to go and prepare for us. Servants, bring things to you. And send them on errand on your behalf so that they can take you places. So that you can be established. So that things can happen in your life. But why is it that you said you can't blink in this modern Sunday? Because of your lack of knowing that God has sent his angels concerning you. In the same book of Psalm 91, he said, Behold, he said, uh, uh, I'll send my angels before you, verse 11 or so, so that you will not step your foot against stone, so that in this modern Sunday you will not go sinning. Amen. You will not go sinning by eating over eating. You will not go sinning by committing sins. You know, because today is a day that people eat more than they should, but you must make sure that you control yourself. I'm just pre-warning you. You must not add weight today. That's your special food that you have prepared. Eat it in moderation. Amen? The angel of God is speaking to you through me this morning that as you go in this modern Sunday, don't go sinning. Envy can come upon some people. Do you not see? The husband is there. I don't have my husband. Ha! May that not be your portion. Ha! My friend is married. I'm not married. What modern Sunday am I? Do you know one thing? I celebrated my daughter since about uh, four days ago. Are you listening to what I'm telling you? So a lot of you focus on attention of your children giving, giving, giving only to you. On Father's Day, I, the day, I celebrate my son, not only my husband. Because they are fathers to be. And you buy gifts and give to them. Amen. You celebrate yourself. That's the, I'm not selfish, but I celebrate myself. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Don't always, some people will sit down and be, I don't know why you should do that. Celebrate yourself because there is life. And in celebrating yourself, you must not sin. Amen. And you sin by thinking, hey, what is this Mother Sunday all about? Hey, before you get to church, everybody is carrying their family. Hey, mothers are having children, giving them presents. I don't have no child to give me presents. Can you not give yourself? Are you not a child? Can you not give yourself a present? Ah, the Lord will open your eyes this morning. So that when you leave this place, you'll be bubbling for the Lord. Amen. And in that Psalm 91, he said he has sent his angels concerning us so that we will not set our foot against what? 
against stone. Amen. He said, because you have made the most high your dwelling. He says, no disaster will come near you. No evil will come near your tent. In this modern Sunday, you have an angelic escort in a turbulent world. And he says, turbulent world. And he says here, surely, because lack of the word of God as well, make us not to have an understanding of this angelic escort. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High is a common son, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely, say to your neighbor, surely. 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 He, will, he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers. A lot of us don't know this. But get, know it and have understanding. And under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. That is the word of God. Taking the word of God seriously. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night. Nor of the arrow that flies by day. Underline those scriptures, they are wonderful scriptures to, to, to bear in mind in this uh, modern Sunday. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night. Why? Because you have an angelic escort. And, and you shall not be afraid of the terror by night. Nor the arrows that fly out by day because of angelic escort. Nor of the pestilence that walk in darkness because of the angelic escort. Nor of the destruction that lay waste at noonday because of angelic escort. A thousand may fall on your, on your side and ten thousand on your right hand. But it shall not come near you. Only, say only. only. With your eyes shall you see the reward of the wicked. And he went further to give you a confirmation about this angelic escort. Because you have made the most high your refuge. Even the most high your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you. Nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. <laughs> all these cancerous diseases that are flying all around, they will not come near you. Amen. But manage your healthy eating well. Amen. <laughs> because all these cancer, 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 are not, they are caused by the food you eat. I was in Luton yesterday. And we are given a meal. Africans, may the Lord bless you. The wrap of the Amala, because I'm talking to Africans, amen? It's as big as this. Like a, a nice uh, tube of yam. And uh, the Eba, oh my days. But I could not eat just about a scoop. Let me just say a scoop of that. And one person will finish that and the whole soup. I know they are trusting in me because I'm the woman of God. And my husband is the man of God. I just told the man of God, these people are very serious, isn't it? And I just divided that, so I guide him too, so that I don't go and overeat. <laughs> Amen. And I'm pre-warning you for this modern Sunday. So I ate to, to be satisfied. That is what I do now. So for you to get for all these things in your because the angel will be guiding you, don't eat. But sometimes we refuse the angelic advice. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread on the lion and cobra, 
a young lion and a serpent you shall trample underfoot, because you have set your love upon him. Therefore, he will deliver you. He will set you on high because, he has, because you have known his name. You must know the name of the Lord. Amen. You must know him as your deliverer. Amen. You must know him as the Jehovah um, Elohim. Amen. You must know him as the one that fights your battle. Amen. You must know him as Jehovah Jireh. Amen. He says because you know his name. He, you will call upon him and he will answer you. He will, be, uh, he will be with you in trouble. He will deliver you and honor you. With long life, he will satisfy you and show you his salvation. I'm talking about the angelic escort. When you know God, all these things will come to you. How many of us know that women are very special before the Lord? We are very special, and hence he sent an angel concerning us. Look at the angel that he sent concerning women in the book of Exodus. From small. Could you please quickly go to the book of Exodus because of time? I don't want to keep on opening Bible. Exodus chapter, I think chapter 1, the last verse. Let's see what he says. Exodus chapter 1, the last verse. God is concerned about women. I'm not saying that God is not concerned about you men. Amen. So don't be jealous this morning because we are talking about, about women. Amen. Verse, uh, verse 19. And the midwife said to Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. So if I were you, I would be an Hebrew woman today. Egyptian women are worldly. Egyptian women do things that God hates. The, the Egyptian women are the people that are far away from God. The Egyptian women are envious for nothing. Egyptian women are proud for nothing. Egyptian women are rude. Egyptian women cannot love. I can tell you everything about Egyptian women. Egypt stands for worldliness. Amen. Egyptian women are worldly. They will say that what is wrong in this that I'm wearing. God, sees, God only sees through the mind. <laughs> Those are Egyptian women. Egyptian women will always argue. Egyptian women are not submissive. I'm trying to tell you about the pattern or the lifestyle of Egyptian women. May you not be an Egyptian woman. He said, and the midwife said to Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, but they are lively and give birth before the midwives come to them. Look at the word. They are lively. Amen. Egyptian women bubble. Egyptian women don't make people to be sad. When an Hebrew woman, when an Hebrew woman comes around you, you bubble all the time. You won't even know that they are going through times and situations. Hebrew women are lively. The Bible says that concerning them. They are lively. God is calling women this morning to be lively. Amen. He said because of that, and therefore God dealt well with the midwives. And the people multiply and grew very mightily. Because these Egyptian women, they do good things. God himself had favor upon them. Look at one of the favor of God upon uh, uh, the Hebrew, uh, an Hebrew woman. And, um, and, it, and so it was because the Hebrew wives feared God that he provided household for them. Is there anyone trusting God for marriage this morning? 
God demands your fear. Amen. God provided household for them. God prepared their husbands for them. Amen. God will do great and mighty things in our lives like never before. So Pharaoh commanded all the people saying, Every son who is born, you shall cast into the river. And every daughter, you shall save their life. God is interested in every daughter. God is interested in every daughter. God is interested in every daughter. God is interested in us as women this day to save our lives. And we must make sure that we follow the angelic escort so that our lives can be saved. Women are special before God and He promised to send an angel concerning them. Even in times of trouble, His angel is right there. But Satan wants to take our attention. So he gets us into various troubles. That you, then you begin to see women that are supposed to be lively before God. That are supposed to be standing before God in everything that they do. You begin to see them messing around. May our lifestyle change this morning for God. He tries to achieve this goal. That is Satan tries to achieve this goal through our act of disobedience. Satan tried to achieve all these goals, you know, through our act of disobedience. And we are going to look at certain things that will not, one of the things that will not let God manifest in our lives as women. is when we refuse to follow the angelic escort, even in this troubled world. There are things that attract us in the world. But the angel is saying, this low road leads to... Destruction and this lead to life. My wish for you is to follow life, but most of the time we follow um, destruction. This morning, may our lifestyle change. Amen. After this message, our lifestyle will change Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Satan tried to put disobedience on our ways so that we don't follow God's leading or instruction. And this can also be because of fear. Amen. So I ask you this, quest, uh, this question this morning. What are your fears? For some of us to be able to know where we belong, God has given the grace. Because as I was praying for this, God was just pouring forth and I'm just typing. Amen. One of our fears as women, death. I've read it to you in the book of Psalm 91. If you love the Lord, he will satisfy you with long life. Amen. One of our fears, sickness. Psalm 103, because of time, I cannot go into the benefits of serving God. Psalm 103, write it down. Go back home as your assignment to read this morning. One of our fears, aging. Amen. There are people that I look upon, amen, and as I encourage myself in keeping with the Lord, aging will not be a problem, amen. As long as you know the nice moisturizer and you are serving God to use at the same time, amen. I'm talking to women in the house this morning. As long as you know how to polish your face, amen. I'm not saying that you should waste time. These are some of the things time you should take. As long as you know the type of exercise in which I'm failing now, let me just, so that you can encourage me in my exercising, amen. You know the type of exercise, you know, both spiritual and physical exercises. You know, because aging is something that you must come about. You really, you really have to come about aging. You know, in African culture, we like to age quickly. Hello, my dear. How are you? How is everything? Are things going on well for you? Eh? Eh? We know. We are. No, 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 no. That's not what we are talking about. You must stand firm, stand tall, shoulder high, and make sure that in aging, 
you age well. Hallelujah. That is what I'm talking to you about this morning. The fear of aging quickly. When I was growing up, I thought when people are 50, then you have started. Because at 50, you see a lot of African women right here. Sorry. How are you yourself? Thank God for the mother that gave birth to me. When my mother came to England some years ago, you also saw my mom. And there was somebody that was thinking she's older than my mom. My mom was just going there. You know how she always liked to grace herself and everything at 83. Then when she came to England. But she looks, apart from the body, the aging tummy. Hallelujah. Amen. Which you must also start to learn to how to do your sit-ups and everything. So I don't age quickly in that area. <laughs> Amen. You know what? what what's My husband likes me like that. They don't like you like that. They tolerate you. <laughs> Let me give you the answer. They don't like you like that. They tolerate you. Amen. How did I know this? Don't tell him that I told you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was thinking my husband, too, although I'm always serious about myself. I thought my husband liked me the way I went from. We have to do something to this belly. I said, okay, here we go. Here we go. So I start to encourage other women around me. Your husband don't like you like that. They tolerate you. So once you have that in your mind this morning, you'll be able to know how to go about it. Amen. So the things that make aging, not getting married, not being successful in life as your peers, not getting a specific job, not choosing, uh, your fears are mentioning to you this morning. So if you, you know your category. Fear of choosing a specific career or of not choosing a specific career. And then you see that, oh, I wish I had done that. Oh, I would have been on this figure by now. <laughs> May the Lord help you. The fear of not deciding, of not dedicating an adequate time for your family because of your work. That's your fear. Eh? I don't know what's happening with my son with the child minder. I don't know what your fears I'm talking about now. As women now dominate the workplaces, you know, these days. So your fear of not taking enough time of your family. Your fear of not being educated or childless, which we call barrenness. Exodus 23 talks about this very particular one. Amen. And fell time is running out. And fell time is running out. Amen. In order to rise above these fears, you must trust God's word. That is God's promises which I've read some to you now. So now let's look at one of the major things that the enemy is using against us in this day, which is one of the weapons that is using against women, disobedience. Amen? This is what I want to do. When you are disobedient, you will never follow the angelic escort. And that we see in the life, to those of you that you don't know what you are missing by not coming to the women's group, I've decided to repeat this Lord's wife. That's our study for this last second Thursday of the month. So let me encourage you, every second Thursday, ask your neighbor, women, ask one another, where are you on last Thursday if you are not here? If you are here, say you are here. Amen? So we looked at Lord's wife, which is one of the main things that the enemy... Satan is using against us. When you look at the story of Lot's wife, God visited Sodom. 
and prepared Lot and his family in that uh, Genesis chapter 19. He said, now let's go, let's go. You must take your family, you must take your uh, people, and you must get out of this place as soon as possible. As God has sent angelic escort to us to lead us in our world today. In the midst of turbulences and all the things that are happening, angels are there to guide you. This is the way that you should take. I've said before you life and death. I want you to choose life, but a lot of us choose death. This morning, may you choose life in the name of Jesus. The Bible in the book of Isaiah 119 says, If you are willing, if I'm willing and obedient, we eat the best of this land. There is yet the best of this land to be eaten. And God demands your obedience as we go about the business, our business and the business of the Lord. Now look at, let's look at what the book of Genesis 19 says. Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening. Remember, uh, the title of this message is what again? In the midst of turbulent world. Amen. Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting in the gates of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. A sign of humility. Amen. And a sign of respect. You can see that in the life of adventure. The men are saying that, how come they are not talking to me? I'm talking to you this morning. Sign of reverencing God. When your household reverence God, then your family will follow. But it was not so in the case of Lot's wife. The husband reverenced God. We can see that attitude in the way uh, he behaved when they had angelic visitation. But it's a pity. Many men are running fast, but their wives are dragging behind. This morning I encourage you, move forward please. This morning I encourage you as women to advance. Amen? So that you can meet up with your household. And, they sa- uh, uh, and he said, Here now, my Lord, please turn to your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise early and go on your way. You can see this hospitality as well in in Lot, in, in Lot himself, which was what was demonstrated in the life of Abraham. And Abraham carried Sarah along when he had angelic visitation. But in the case of Lot, Lot was the only one doing it. So men, I beg you, in the way that God has made you as the heads of your home. But I'm talking to the real men. Amen. And I believe that real men are in the house this morning. Amen. You must carry your wives along. Don't think she knows it. And that's the way she wants to look at life. No. <laughs> I'm not going to be guilty, no. But I tell you, you will, you, you, you will see in the future that even if you are not made guilty, you'll be guilty for yourself if you don't do the right thing. And they said, no, but we will spend the night in the open square. But he insisted strongly, so they turned into him and entered his house. He insisted strongly. That is a genuine heart, a love from a genuine heart. A lot of people have partial love. So those of you that have been with me in Dublin, you know what the, the four types of love that I demonstrated to you. Some, they don't even have this type of love that the lords have. And they said... No, but we will spend the night in the open air. But he insisted. I want you to underline that word, insisted strongly. So they turned into him and entered his house. 
Then he made them a feast and baked on living bread, and they ate. <laughs> That's a man for you, a good man. Now, before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, uh, uh, following the angelic escort in the midst of a turbulent world. This is the type of world that Lord's and his family found themselves, like the type of world that we find ourselves now. Now before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all the people from every quarter, surrounded the house, and they called to Lot and said to him, We are the men who came to you tonight. Bring them out to us, that we may know them carnally, that this we may sleep with them. So Lot went out. The homosexual that is happening in our world today, you can reckon with that. This is exactly what was happening in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind him and said, Please, my brethren, do not do wickedly. See now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please, let me bring them out to you and you may do to them as you wish. It's not because he hates, he hates these daughters, but to protect the, the uh, man of God himself. Amen? You might be looking at it in various ways. Somebody say, ah, can you hate your daughters that have not slept with them? No. It's just a kind of love. A kind of Jesus' love. Agape love. Amen. A love that died for his brother. A love that sacrificed for his brother. An unlimited love. That is the love we are seeing here. Amen. And said, please, my brother, do not do so wickedly. So now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men, since this is the reason they had come under the shadow of my roof. And they said, stand back. Then they said, this one came in to stay here, and he keeps acting as a judge. Now, we will deal worse with you than with them. So they pressed hard against the man, Lord, and came near to break down the door. But the men reached out their hands and pulled Lot in, in the house with them, and shut the door. When we follow angelic escorts, he acts, they act on our behalf. Amen? Amen. And they struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness. This same scene happened to Paul, Saul, when he was uh, persecuting God's people. Both small and great, so they became weary trying to find the door. Then the men said to Lord, have you anyone else? Son-in-law, your sons, your daughters, da, 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 and all the rest. Of so Lord went out and spoke to his son-in-law. When the morning dawned, the angel urged Lord to hurry. Saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters, who, uh, who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. When we follow angelic escort, our lifestyle remains the same in God. Strong in God. No punishment. There is no punishment that can come upon us, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. There are punishments that are in... Uh, Troubulent or this disastrous, this, this disastrous world. And while he lingered, the man took hold of his hand, his wife's hand. Listen, angelic escort. Took hold of whose hand? 
And the wife's what? Angelic escort. Uh, may his hand shield you. Amen. And the hands of his two. As for me and my household. When you serve the Lord, what happens is that God takes hold of your hands. Hallelujah. I want you to underline it so that you can keep on stemming on this in the midst of this turbulent world. The Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. So it came to pass, when they had brought them outside, that he said, Escape for your life. Which is another title that I would have given to this uh, lecture this morning. Escape for your life. God is saying to women in the house this morning, I want us to shout it out loud. Escape for your life. Face a woman if you're a man and talk to the woman. Escape and talk to men as well. Escape. Escape for your life. In the, escape for your life. Say it as you mean it. Escape for your life. Escape for your life. Hallelujah. But a lot of us in this turbulent world, angelic excursion or escape for your life in this turbulent world, a lot of us, I pray that we hearken to the voice of this angel. After holding them in their hands and he said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you. Nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. God is calling us back to the mountains. Hallelujah. God is calling us to the mountain of fellowship this morning. God is calling us back to the mountain of prayer this morning. God is calling us back to the mountain of grace this morning. God is calling us back to the mountain of glory this morning. I pray in the name of Jesus that we will hearken to the angelic voice. Or we will follow the angelic instruction. But guess what happened to them? And he said, Lest you be destroyed. When we don't follow the angelic escort, then we are destroyed. Then Lord said to them, Please know, my Lord, indeed now, your servant has found favor in your sight. And you have increased your mercy, which you have shown me by saving my life. God is increasing his mercy upon our lives. But I cannot escape to the mountain lest some evil overtake me and I die. <laughs> See now, this city is near enough to flee to. We have a lot of grudges and complaints when God instructs us. May God, may God help us to listen to instruction. Lest some evil overtake me and I die. See now, this city is near enough to, to, to flee to. And it is a little one. Please, let me escape there. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. This is how we struggle with God when he's giving us life and death. And he said to him, See, I have favored you concerning this thing also, in that I will not overthrow this city for which you have spoken. Hurry, escape there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zohar. The sun has risen upon the earth, when Lord enters Zohar, then the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah. From the Lord out of the heavens, so he overthrew those cities. All the plains, all the inhabitants of the cities 
And word grew on the ground. But his wife looked behind him. And he became a pillar of salt. Nebram went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. Then he looked towards Sodom and Gomorrah and towards the land of the plain and saw. And behold, the smoke of the land, which went up like the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass, when God destroyed the city of the plain, that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of, of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had dwelt. Can you go quickly with me because I'm now rounding up. Amen. To the book of Matthew. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 17. Jesus made reference to to Lot's life uh, life of uh, disobedience. Amen. Matthew, sorry about this, just quickly, Matthew 17, Matthew 17, towards the end, trying to get it right. Oh, look, sorry, sorry. It's Luke. I'm so my, thank you. My mind is going to look. Sorry about this. Luke 17. God is also reminding women of his coming. Amen. Amen. Mm. When he started talking to the Pharisees, there is an adage that Jesus mentioned there, but I read from 25, 17, Luke 17, 25. But first, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. This is all what is going on in a turbulent world. Rejection. Amen. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate like we are eating today, Mothering Sunday. Amen. They drank. They married wives. Some people are getting married today. Some old mothers and some new husbands, old husbands, amen, just to mark Mothering Sunday. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, which we have just read, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out, of Sodom. It rained fire and what? Brimstone from heaven. And destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. This is a warning for us as we enjoy Mothering Sunday. We must always bear in our heart also the day of the Lord. Disobedience will make us to be found wanting on that day. In that day he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house. Let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is on the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Reference is made concerning the dis disobedience of Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you in the night, there will be two men in one bed. 
The one will be taken and other will be left. Two women will be grinding together. The one will be taken and one other left. Two men will be in the field. The one will be taken and the other left. And they answered and said to him, We are Lord. So he said to them, Wherever the body is, there the ego will be gathered. Can I also confirm to you from the book, I think it's Matthew chapter 6, from verse 21. Wherever your heart is, wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be. But my advice to you this morning is to look at that book, chapter 6, again from verse 21 to 33. That we seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Then all these other things will follow us in the name of Jesus. I end up my case by reminding us, as you jolly and enjoy this modern Sunday in your shiny noses and in your blinklings and dining and doing all these things, let's remember the coming of the Lord. And let's take also all fears away and release yourself to the leading of this angel. With many other things in mind, I want us to have a focus that is Lord's wife disobedience despite an angelic escort. Always remembering that he will send his angel concerning us so that we will not set our foot against stone. Let's have our head bowed and our eyes closed. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, that the Lord will change the heart of those men. Women that have been raped somewhere, locked up and enslaved and oppressed. Women who have lost their dignity because some men possessed by the devil decided to just oppress them. I pray that God will stretch his hand of mercy to them at this time when other women have been appreciated and celebrated that the mercy of God will deliver them from their claws, the claws of their, the wicked one. Also that God will teach all men how to celebrate their wives and recognize the position of women and also teach all women how to submit to their husbands and live a life that God has ordained them. And I pray for the church women that they will not be a victim of the error of the world who try to change the role of woman to the role of man. Woman is created by God to submit to her husband. It is the decree of heaven. That doesn't make the husband a superior being. But it makes the woman a true woman. A woman who has no head over her is a woman that is headless. A woman who has a husband and she submits to is a woman who has a head. The glory of the woman is her husband and the glory of the man is God. As it is in your offices, whoever is your director is not a better human being than you. But when you approach him as your director... There is a honor you must bestow on him. There is a fear that must accomplish or accompany your, your relationship with him. So is your husband as a woman. Your, words, your husband is your head. That is the scripture and that is what it is. But your strength is in your submission. And women who have practiced it have enjoyed their life to the fullest. And I pray for the Christian women that God will give you know, those who are struggling in this area, the understanding. If you see a happy woman in a happy home, it is because of her submission. If you see a woman who is always going through turbulence and terror in a home, 
that's supposed to be happy. Check your submission. As the Bible commands the woman to submit in all things, it commands the man to love the wife. If you see a home that is joyful, it is because as the woman submits, the husband loves the wife. And the children reared in such home will always have a happy life. So I want to say this to be careful. The last thing I want to tell you is this. This is our new year. I want to warn you a lot about conformity with the world. Some of you, especially among the young ones, don't behave like the world. I beg you, because if you conform with the world, demons will enter you. Nobody can help you. Even the most anointed man of God under heaven. When those demons will manifest, at that time it may be too late for you. You have to suffer a lot to be free. Because when demons put their foot in somebody's body, they can incubate for 20 years before they come up. And that's the reason why some people who are supposed to enjoy liberty in God are going through affliction who are born again. The Bible says conformity with the world is enmity to God. You boys, be careful the hairstyle you cut. Don't cut your hair like a demon. Look at Apostle Williams. Look at his leadership. Behave like us. Look at our children too. Behave like them. The reason is because as it is that a woman cannot just put on any hairstyle. Because if you put on a hairstyle that, is come, that come from demons, you will be demonically oppressed. No one can save you. You can be guaranteed that. And you whose life has been going on smoothly before, storms begin to happen that you cannot overcome. Because anybody who carry poo in his right hand, I will put on a white cloth. You will not stop green flies following you everywhere you go. So, in your cultural dressing, or your dressing rather, don't be worldly. A woman should not expose her breasts. A woman should not expose her laps. A woman should cover where it's private to her. That is the glory of a woman. A man should not put on uh, short pants and that tight the whole of his body and say that he's uh, doing exercise outside. If that will take you to the public, then something is wrong with that dressing. If it is in your private house, good. Same thing with boys. Be very careful. If you are cutting some strange air, some strange spirits will follow your strange head. And we will not be able to strangely enough deliver you from the strange encounters that will give you strange experiences and oppressions. And so I want to say this to us. Let us enjoy our life to the fullest by just obeying. That's what God is saying through mommy. Don't look back. Because if you look back, you turn to pillar of what? Of soul. That would not be your portion. Now, before we just take our offering, I want to say that this